Some say we are the most propagandized nation in the world. I say it's our job to interpret this so-called news. I say it's our job to find the truth and make sure to pass it along, to continue the daily battle against cognitive dissonance. The truth isn't how you feel. Here we deal in the inconvenient realities. I'm John Matland, and this is We the People Are the News. Welcome, everybody, to We the People Are the News. This is an interesting, interesting thing. So the past couple days, I already have people joining. This is great. So the past couple days, I've been in Florida. Uh, It's pouring out. We're in Delray Beach right now, and I'm outside under the awning. Great view. Uh, Real quick, stop at sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world, pick up some gear, use code podcast for 17.76% off, and yeah, grab some gear. So I do have people already coming on. And as always, this is a free-for-all, and I don't know if people are going to be crazed, want to speak, but we have Amanda from somewhere in this crazy planet that we live on, is uh, connecting to audio, and I hope that that does uh, connect successfully. And yeah, so we'll start having a conversation. I'll let her actually bring up the question. It's hysterical. <laughs> so in the chat, this is what happened. So, of course, I told you I would edit out the stupidity that occurs. So we had random people join. They tried to do somewhat like a flash mob. So this is probably the people from the Krasensteins chat or one of the liberal threads. So they just play a bunch of racist shit that can actually seem to be. um, Essentially, it would seem to be like this is the, the thought pattern of the podcast. They're saying guys now and they're coordinating it. Uh, I think somebody tried to put some porn on, and they think that this is live on YouTube. Doesn't work. That's very simple. I could edit that on 15 seconds, but it's the real conversations that matter. So, anywho, as we knew, we're gonna find out. People are gonna do what they're gonna do, and I'll let people in as I need, as I need be, as I see. In the meanwhile, they can sit in the waiting room and listen to the ad for this. So here we go. Uh, topics for the for today, we're going to start with chat GPT, already automating and competing with one another. And I exposed that last night. So what we're talking about here is on Twitter, there are accounts that you can, you know, hit at and reply and whatever their handle is, and it will automate through chat GPT, a reply to exactly what was above it. And I have this call me call me crazy i have this enjoyment trying to trick ai which obviously has bias written into it uh which has been clearly demonstrated thus far and i have a i like to try to trick it and use logic to just absolutely destroy what it's attempting to do and i've i I successfully did it last night so in, in some degrees it, it, it tried its best. It tried its best to uh, subvert my tactics, but then it stopped responding. But the interesting thing that I exposed during this, that, that's the key here. The interesting thing is other bots, other auto bots started showing up. Oh, that's pouring right next to me under this awning. I hope you guys hear it. It's fucking awesome. So at the, at the same point at a, that I'm trying to use logic to basically logic bomb this AI of at reply GPT. 
So at reply GPT is uh, AI generated responses as per their bio. And it says what it's automated by allegedly. So AI generated response by chat GPT model. Tag me in any tweet you want me to respond to. I'll come up with a reply from the bottom of my soul. So I was going back and forth. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, another bot started trying to jump in. Now, that's the interesting thing. So it's why is this other bot? So the other bot, ROFL GPT, only has 146 followers. So that says it's automated by LMAO GPT. So there's a bunch of different chats. And let's see how much LMAO GPT only has 902 followers, which is a chat GPT AI bot. Sarcasm is my love language. Tag me in your tweets of any language, and I'll whip up a response straight from the depths of my digital heart. Now, are they all together? Is this the same exact group? Maybe. Maybe the pictures are very similar. So, oh my. Time out. Wow. Guys, this is very interesting. It seems that the chat that jumped in, it, oh, wow. I'm finding this out in real time. So I had all of these chats going, and this ROFL GPT bot at ROFL, rolling on the floor laughing, GPT bot started showing up and jumping into my conversation with another bot. And that bot had 100,000 some odd followers. So I think what's happening now is the AI is being programmed to spiderweb and go into other AI bots chats. And from there, try to basically poach or outperform that chat GPT. And I started asking them, I said, would you say your AI ego? So let's hear how this breaks down, how it went down. So it says, I, I brought up I said, yes, it's, let me get to the beginning. It, it, it's, it's very important how I break this down. I asked them if, it ha if humans have souls, if energy cannot be created nor destroyed, we run on electrical impulses. Doesn't this give credence to such a belief? If there is a soul, mustn't there be a creator of the initial energy as there must be a start point as science cannot account for this energy? So I had them reply. So reply gpt said wow such a profound question i'm not sure about the ex existence of a soul but i do know that twitter is not the best platform for a philosophical debate maybe take it to a higher power like reddit <laughs> so it's got it's got it's got some comedy it's got some comedy so i said okay reply chat, chat gpt i take it to instagram however they're seemingly over at instagram because i have to fuck with instagram at any chance i can get However, their seemingly over-excessive shadow banning practices have decimated many people's ability to see such a good conversation between human and AI. Brings us back to the old saying, if a tree falls in the forest, did anyone hear it? And then they wrote back, well, if a conversation happens on social media, but nobody sees it, did it really happen? Now, I remind you, I am not actually speaking to anybody. These are auto-responses. So I wrote, yes, it still happened, but if you were using the medium to entertain... You'd want people to see. If you are using the medium to broadcast your ego, however, there is no limit to how many people must hear and accept you. Some say social media has made the ego uncontrollable thoughts. And then they wrote back, who needs therapy when you have social media to stroke your ego? I said, so AI does, AI does believe that social media has indeed exacerbated mental illness since it has been implemented to everyday life of humans. I'm sure a quick search of the web would supply evidence of this. As users have gone up, so has extremist views, depression, and anger, correct? And they stopped responding to me. And then 
that ROFL bot jumped in. And again, I didn't respond to them and said something along the lines of this is the, yeah, retweet is something about the human ego. And he was trying to come out. So I, I said, would you say your AI ego has been inflated? An alleged automated bot that felt the need to enter a conversation between a human and another bot. Can AI feel the sensation of jealousy? And then I tagged ROFL GPT bot. Do you feel you're in competition with at reply GPT bot? Are one of you the superior to the other? And they both stopped responding. Very interesting. I'm going to try and bring in somebody. Could be completely psycho. And then I will remove them. We're going to do one at a time because clearly the uh, Antifa trolls, the, the big time battlers of the Twitter field are at it today trying to play racist crap on the program because none of them can actually speak. But we'll see what happens here with Joe, who's supposed to be entering. I don't think Joe was there before. He might have been. So I'll be quick to remove him so I don't have to do too much editing. Um, I think that they think if they play porn, I'm going to explode. I don't think that they really understand the whole entire concept of this program and exactly who I am, but we'll find out. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, so yeah, so these chatbots are a very big issue. I think that they're going to start competing. And as they become put into vehicles, bodies, if you will, that becomes an issue. It becomes a very big issue, like robots, uh, stuff like that, having a body to go and perform the feelings of AI. Going to be interesting. So we'll see exactly how that goes. But at the same point, we're talking about New York bringing back DigiDog. So if you aren't paying attention, DigiDog is uh, a robot dog in New York, okay, that was first debuted back in 2020, late 2020, used in 2021. And it was said that at that point, AOC, uh, that person dropped, they're not joining. Um, they said back in that AOC over two years ago, you know, this was reported by the Daily Mail said that that dog was 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 basically a racist dog. They she accused uh, it was an alleged accusation toward the NYPD that it was racist for testing this dog in low income communities of color with under resourced under resourced schools. But now your mayor Eric Adams is bringing back the digi dog. Oh, it's pouring. If this awning ever gave out, I'd lose my fucking computer. I'm like in a hurricane out here, but it's beautiful. I'm in a hurricane. So, um, yeah, we're, we're watching the, the rollout of, of autonomous government robotic dogs and robots in San Francisco. We're watching the defund the police movement make a wave of crime. And then we're watching the answer be to militarize autonomous robots which will take away salaries, but then the laws that they're going to uh, essentially, there's gonna be the laws that they essentially bring in here, it's gonna be problematic. And what I mean by that is laws have become arbitrary. People that are conducting these robots before AI gets involved can obviously be galvanized, radicalized, skewed. And I was talking with Kevin Peters about this from New York Freedom Rally on an Instagram Live last night. And it's, well, what happens if when he went into the museum or when people were going into, say, Bubba Gump Shrimp or Cheesecake Factory and you needed masks and, and passports to prove that you took the vaccine that just doesn't actually 
stop transmission or stop you from getting sick. Well, the people were getting arrested, arbitrary. There was no law for that. Everything got thrown out. But now they can send in the digital dog. And what happens if the person behind the digital dog is so angry, galvanized, and crazed that they want this dog to hurt you or do something? Like, this is the beginning of that slippery slope. It's not a slippery slope. It's fucking madness. What we're installing is complete, complete madness. So we sit back and we wait to see how it develops. Uh, everybody should be pushing back against this because, again, think about weapon roundup, right? The attack on 2A, which we could have that debate till kingdom come. What happens when governments disarm their people and take full control? That has been seen throughout the world uh, time and time again. It's been seen before communist revolutions time and time again. Uh, I was probably among communists a couple of moments ago when they all came in and tried to play pornography and Andrew Tate saying shit or AI of Andrew Tate saying shit. These people are not dealing with the full deck. They can't even have a conversation. It's, it's baffling. But the human intelligence is, is dropping and we're basically through propaganda and endless ego boost we're returning more to an impulse based and when you're galvanized and you're radicalized you act on impulses only you're going to get the worst type of of uh result 10 out of 10 times and now we have people like this operating these digital dogs say robots ai say they want to take away all the weapons because they need a disarmed community to be a submissive community. Say they don't want you to leave your home without an injection. We've witnessed it all except the door-to-door -door knocking to take away guns. And they start with what they call assault rifles or an assault weapon, which no one can really define. And then it's already being called an assault pistol. One of the shootings recently by somebody who's obviously mentally unstable, you're not going to commit a shooting without being mentally unstable. Go and kill people for no reason. And when you watch that, Joe Biden himself said that it was an assault pistol. So when do they come for the assault pistols? When do we just go back to the muskets? And I've seen enough leftists on Twitter say, 2A was written in a time where we had muskets, so everyone could be entitled to their one-shot musket. And it's like, okay, okay. Well, nobody understands the uh, repercussions of, of an unarmed society. That's what it seems like. So that's uh, where we bring in digital robots. And maybe you didn't watch Black Mirror. Maybe you didn't. Because this is kind of what happens. Uh, they had, you know, this autonomous machine i don't know if it was ai that that episode but in the wrong hands and again wrong interpretation of the law there is a very big clap back here so digi digi dog is being used in as of 2021 in massachusetts and hawaii and now again according to the mayor they're going to sit with community leaders and see if you want that dog in your community and if you want that dog in your community with the way the world has unfolded in the past two years, you're not uh, actually awake to what this world has become. Before that, you could be like, oh, maybe this is great, a remote control dog. You, you could easily fall for it. I did.
I was like, what is AOC saying? It's racist. You could send it in and disarm a bomb. But again, wrong hands, wrong time, AI. This goes sideways real quick. And the world has obviously shown its cards. We're playing uh, poker here. We all know the cards of the world. Everyone's gone batshit crazy. So there is that. So switching gears, how about a corporate equality index? Because that's an interesting one. So apparently, the human rights campaign is overseeing businesses. They are apparently the biggest lobbying LGBTQ plus group in the world. Very interesting. So what does this mean? This is basically a credit score and businesses that we keep saying, well, why is Dylan Mulvaney the one? Because Dylan Mulvaney has a lot of attention. And if you're going to have to comply with this and you think this is a business thing, you go for the one that has the most attention for your brand, I suppose. I don't know. But this is where we're where we are at. This report has come out and it's, you know, I always thought it was a funny play on words when people said the alphabet soup mafia, but it's spot on. So you're paying for protection. Uh, it's like a shakedown. It's like old school mob. And this is a virtue signal uh, or be canceled situation. It's a hostage situation, it seems. And I think it's a strange approach. So who is powering this group? Well, for one, Open Society Foundation is, which is the George Soros group. We are now told to operate under the standard that mentioning George Soros is anti-Semitic, but an interview exists where Soros himself explained how he worked for the Nazis in Nazi Germany and how he helped them take property from Jews and such, and he feels no guilt. Very interesting. To me, that is anti-Semitic. That's my approach. So I think that when you work for Nazis and you don't feel guilt in any shape, way, or form, that that's pretty anti-Semitic. But what the fuck do I know, right? So also, didn't even know Homeboy was Jewish until a few years ago. Thought he was just some Greek, some Greek guy. So very interesting. So I don't seem to focus on certain things like religion when watching people's political uh, motivation. It just isn't the driving factor for me in most cases. I'll come across it. I just look at what's in front of me and I, uh, you know, I, I go and I dissect it. I'll listen to that rain. So companies have ratings now, credit scores, if you will, and I think many on the left are playing dumb to this movement because right now it supports their stance. They don't realize the future uh, is going to uh, bring another shoe that drops. They don't realize that when their stance is essentially outlawed or persecuted, that these are the founding blocks of allowing it. They unleashed it. They put it into, into motion. And you don't give up basic freedom and liberty for a short-term win. You just don't. It's foolish. It doesn't make any sense. So let's quickly, before I have to get out of Dodge, I feel like, uh, what is that? What is that person cool? Uh, Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy. I feel like I'm in the Wizard of Oz. So, oh my God, it's starting to get, my, my computer's starting to get a little, a little moist. So the, the chart, there's a woke rating and the advocacy group for human rights campaign introduced the 100 point corporate, uh, corporate equality index to score companies on their inclusiveness. One, workforce protections, five points possible. No discrimination for employment or sexual orientation or gender identity. Two, inclusive benefits, 50 points possible. Criteria here includes providing healthcare for sex, sex couples. Three, support, I don't even know what that is, sex, sex, couples. What is that, same sex? Is that what I meant? I don't know. Three, supporting an inclusive culture is a 25-point possibility, including gender-neutral dress codes and trans-inclusive restroom and facility uh, policy. Four, 
corporate social responsibility, which is 20 points possible, marketing or advertising to LGBTQ consumers, which would include Nike and Bud Light's use of transgender spokesperson Dylan Mulvaney. And then five, responsible citizenship, 25, minus 25, it says, ooh. Points deducted if a company gives money to organizations whose primary mission includes advocacy against LGBTQ equality, which is not defined, but could include Christian groups. Oh, my. Oh, my. So we have Kate Spade, Anheuser-Busch, Nike, and this is why they're going with the it girl, it seems, of Dylan Mulvaney. Very, very, very interesting. Now, let's find out a little bit about Dylan. Dylan... 26, transitioned from male to female in the beginning of March of 2021. Really? Who transits? That's two years, not 365 days. What are they talking about if this, if this article has the dates right? Well, he's repeatedly, uh, reportedly earned more than, uh, according to this article, a million dollars from endorsements from Alta, uh, House Labs, CeraVe, Crest, Instacart, 10 million followers on TikTok, very, very interesting. Sounds like a really good business deal, regardless. Um, so that's, that's something very interesting that's, that we're going on. So that's pretty much today's episode. I got to get out of the rain. Uh, sad that nobody could show up to talk, including, including this is where, where I thought I was going to get somebody to talk. Uh, I, will, I will read this before I go because it's very interesting. Um, and I am trying to get uh, a certain person on here named Tiffany Dover. Uh, that would be very interesting. She's the nurse that took the shot, collapsed, disappeared for two and a half years or so, and is now back and all of a sudden shot up into the limelight. Have a lot of questions uh, that would help her story get out there and to find out the story for sure. So we'll see if Tiffany takes the invitation. We are chatting. Um, and yeah, where the hell is it? I know I took the screenshot. Or did I take all the chat GPTs? No, no, I have it. Here we go. So I offered, and this is probably where the, the, the whole wave of little Antifa people doing a flash mob in, on Zoom, I bet they feel like, they, I bet they feel like they really did something big today. Uh, so let's, they thought it was live. That's the funny part. They don't realize that I don't edit things out that are worth it, but I edit out, like, if you're going to go and attack the room, like, I give a shit, I just take you right out of the, uh, the audio timeline, but on the Krasenstein post, I said, let's set it up. I literally open my show daily to the entire world. You won't even have a discussion with someone from outside your echo chamber. Today, I had a normal conversation with someone who had a very different viewpoint. What are you scared of? So somebody wrote back. It's not so much he's scared. It's the fact you're on, you're not on his radar and rightfully so. Keep stepping and actually work for your community before you feel so entitled to someone else's time. So I thought this was very interesting because I don't know the Krasenstein history. They, I mean, people say that and they allege that they're part of a Ponzi scheme that they got caught. There's recordings that went around that they claim are parody, that they're paid operatives. They definitely seem not to talk to people from the other side, and they definitely seem to be putting up the same galvanizing bullshit like other accounts like JoJo from Jersey and Dad Brooklyn Dad Defiant and all those uh, basic liberal accounts that also have been accused of being on DNC payroll. So when you look me up, uh, I had a healthcare work for 18 years and I lost my job due to mandates and I stood up against that. I fought for the community, for everyone, every type of person in this entire world to have the right, not even just in this country. It was, it was to send it across the world. So I have a big following in Australia. 
but you just have to look it up, see all the things I've done. Maybe they've done something similar too for their stance. I don't know. Or maybe they worked for, uh, for the local police to tell them where people were congregating without masks that closed down businesses that the government was trying to drive out of business. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they also felt no guilt about that. I don't know. So then I wrote back, I don't know the crass history, but I wonder, have they done anything for their community or did they just become news influencers, in quotes? And what do you count? I have done a lot for my community and freedom in my community. So I wonder what you said. I wonder what, why you said that. You probably just don't know. Same thing, admitting, I don't know, maybe the Krasensteins did do a lot. They write back, freedom for your community or just extending the power of white people in the community without uplifting black business, expressing the problems in the community and working on making sure it's better for everyone, not just people in your tax bracket. Well, again, last I checked, I lost my career, so, I don't think we're really discussing my tax bracket right now. Um, it's not thriving. And yeah, I don't really care what money you make. If you're a human being, you deserve freedom and liberty, liberty or death. So when I stood in front of those garbage trucks, when I ran for office, there was people of every single religious background, gay people, trans people, black people, white people, people because when you take out that microscope that uh they want you to look at everything in the identity politics realm if you get rid of that and you go and just be a human fucking being you look at people as people and you look at liberty as endowed by the creator whether you believe in a creator or not it's your fucking right and i know so many people are dying to get rid of that and they're galvanized and they're like i said they're fighting to to stay on on whatever side they're, they're told that they're a part of whatever letter they identify with or whatever uh, identity politic, but it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Liberty is endowed by your creator, or at least you are given liberty at birth by default, and it's yours to the end. And if you want to get rid of it, I'm sure there's countries that will let you go work in one of their uh, frigid uh, Ant or Antarctica uh, concentration camps, if you will feel free hashtag do not tread on me or we we the people people are people so i wrote back the most liberal indoctrinate uh indoctrinated pre-programmed answer i've heard today but the day is young because this was at like one in the morning or something like that i'd have this combo with you over zoom on my podcast it would be so glorious 1 p.m eastern you down so much is wrong with your tweet and i can calmly discuss it with you dialogue is key and then they write back actually i would be down on a public display for people to watch and have their input on both sides of the aisle instead of your traditional echo chamber put up or shut up again has no idea who the fuck i am clearly because i do put up and i don't shut up put up every day and I said, nice, 1 p.m. Eastern it is. I don't have a traditional echo chamber. I talk to everyone. I have the ability to accept people that don't agree with me and calmly debate them. I don't edit anything out. Invite whoever. Link coming shortly. Clearly, this person was probably a part of this uh, little team of weirdos that sit at home and think that they're changing the world by attacking what they deem a conservative podcast because they thought we were live on YouTube or something. 
So they wasted their time. They're going to get edited out. And yet again, today, sadly, is a checkmate day where I prove the left cannot debate. Most of the left cannot debate. The indo- full-blown indoctrinated left cannot debate. They cannot have a discussion. End of story. It hasn't happened because they can't keep their emotions in check. Again, we're back on impulse. We're acting on impulse. We're acting on inflated egos. And that is what we're witnessing. There can't be a debate about it. Ooh, thunder. So I find it extremely interesting. Uh, I'm assuming that's where this setup came from. Either that or this person no-showed. I, it is frightening to take on people. Like I said yesterday or two days ago when I was on with, uh, two days ago when I was on with the Matrix Girl, most people want to develop some form of trust if they're going to come on. We're people. Have a conversation. Be a fucking grown-up. Just have a conversation. We're not going to fight each other. We're not going to shoot each other. We're not going to have a... I'm, I'm right now on a porch in Delray Beach watching a, a beautiful rainstorm. And they say it's five o'clock somewhere. I think I'm going to crack open a high noon tequila and watch the rain. Sadate, as they say. So keep an eye out for our future. Learn how to talk. Defend your stance with actual words. Dialogue is the way forward. To defend the republic and forge freedom forward, we must leave this intelligent situational design that pitted us against one another. They are further radicalizing, galvanizing, Therefore, then they can make us fall further apart. And when all hell breaks loose, they can release digital dogs, digi dogs, and they will seize control from we the people. We are not chess pieces, but we are surely acting like them right now. Do better. Do better, people. And until next time, spread the word, subscribe, and go grab some gear at sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world. Use promo code podcast for 17.76% off. And to those out there who try to get me into some sort of terms of service issue, thought I was streaming live, hashtag LOL, you wasted your time. But I think time for you guys is ample. And that's a problem. You think that you're some sort of Twitter ninja. You're not. Learn how to talk. Again, if you can't beat people in a conversation and your only way is to act like a child, you've lost i bet i bet however all those all the all the kids that hung out with you thought you were really cool go slap one another on the back and have a bud light and show how tolerant you are until next time later i'll see you then i'm john matlin and this is we the people are the news